0: Hi, this is Stan Lee, the daddy of Spider-Man, and you're listening to the Growing Boulder radio show, and I'd like to think that Spidey and I are Growing Bolder right along with you. Excelsior!
1: Excelsior! Is beautiful, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I love that, Stan. Thanks so much. Welcome back to The Big Show, folks. Uh, and, Billy, we are swimming with the big fish now because our next guest is an authentic, growing, bolder guru, a very exclusive club of accomplished thought leaders. An
2: expert. This guy's been an MD and an internal medicine specialist for 40 years. Wow. You've seen him on cable. You've yes. seen him on network yes. TV. In fact, he's an expert on lifestyle management and cancer risk assessment. A real hot-button topic, lots of questions. Let's get them on here. Dr. John Langdon. Hey, John.
0: Good morning.
2: Great to have you hey, here. Doc- you know, we, we, we talk about cancer, first of all. You know, people say, well, you know, we're making strides in this, and this is getting better, and we can detect this and that. But let's talk about it in terms of people who are listening right now. What are we, where are we now in terms of making our treatment uh, if we come down with this thing, our life expectancy better?
0: Well, more and more people are surviving cancer, guys. It's uh, now one of those things where we can hardly count them. There's uh, over 10 million cancer survivors, and uh, that number is growing every day. Now, truly, you know, there are some cancers that we aren't doing real well with, but we've made such strides in some of the really big ones like breast cancer.
1: You know, this is really kind of a, a double-edged sword, if I can pull a cliche out here, John, in the fact that uh, people are living longer. And as we live longer, I mean, it, it's safe to expect, is it not, that the incidence of, of cancer will grow just because we're, we're, we're living longer.
0: That's a fair statement, Mark, because if you live long enough, you're going to die from something. Right. And it's either heart disease or cancer. Those are number one and number two, kind of back and forth. They jockey for the lead all the time.
1: And I know you're actively involved in what, for me, is one of the most interesting cancer-related developments, and that is genetic testing, you know, the, the Human Genome Project and all of that. Does genetic testing actually work? Can it predict cancer?
0: Well, Mark, there's no doubt that right now we're practicing medicine at the front lines of the genomic revolution. Uh, there's really unequivocal evidence that really most of the common illnesses, that includes cancer, heart disease, diabetes, even obesity, and some psychiatric diseases are really strongly correlated to our fundamental genetic makeup. Certainly, there's interaction with the environment that makes a huge difference, but there's plenty to talk about in this area.
2: So speaking of the environment, how much of our susceptibility to cancer? How much of that is based on just the fact that we're living today in in the 2000s, and how much of it can we control by changing our lifestyle?
0: Well, I think you hit the proper buzzword there, Bill, as lifestyle. Now, you know, there's lots of folks that obsess and worry a ton about what's coming out of their water faucet and what's in their food, and this, that, and the other thing. But, you know, the truth be told... You know, you can do a little in that area, but the research is really not that good anyway to prove what's going on, and you can try as hard as you want to to eat fresh foods and natural things, but the ground has carcinogens in them, and they get into our food, and, you know, we don't eat locally. We we eat uh, not only regionally, but internationally now, so... Uh, You know, we're poking stuff in that is is coming from everywhere in the world. But the truth is that we now have evidence that things like exercise and preventing obesity and uh, even, you know, again, diet can help prevent cancer. But what's number one? Smoking. If we just gave up on everything else and got everybody in this country and the world to quit smoking, we'd make a bigger dent on cancer than anything else.
1: Boy, I read somewhere recently, John, that there are three hundred and twenty-five million smokers uh, in are Can- in uh, China now, more than more than the entire U.S. population. So that that certainly, you know, Chinese, uh, the, uh, China's got this this, this burgeoning uh, economic uh, uh, effort underway. But but boy, that much cancer or that much uh, smoking could really undermine it, couldn't it?
0: Oh, yeah, it's amazing, and this is not a new thing. I can remember going to the National Wellness Institute meetings 20 and 30 and some years ago, and and they'd have these elite speakers on nutrition from China there, and the guy would be lighting up out in the hallway before he came in to give his talks. It's like, go figure. Cancer, lung cancer, is the leading cancer cause of death, and in fact causes more women to die than breast cancer. Breast cancer is really one of those ones that we are succeeding with. When you get an early diagnosis, you've got a 95% plus chance of living indefinitely, I mean, you know, till you get something else, but not breast cancer.
2: And obviously it wasn't long ago that hearing you had cancer in any form was pretty much a death sentence, but now you mentioned how many more survivors there are and and i think it's interesting that on growingbolder.com we're accumulating a lot of these cancer survivor stories i think everybody that goes through this is touched with it in some kind of a unique way How, what what have you seen john from from your vantage point that, that, that gives the rest of us hope coming through, fighting through a disease like this?
0: Well, I think number one is that, you know, we're all social beings. And once you get cancer, if anything, you need more social interaction rather than less. And as you know, one of the things that I'm working with you guys on is Cancer Courage Stories. And we're working to try to create a place that you can do social networking with other cancer survivors. People learn a lot. They learn survival skills. They learn about clinical trials from each other. I mean, they're part of the healing process. If we don't keep the patients and their friends and their relatives into the treatment loop, we're missing out on a significant piece of what we can do for folks. So we're all about that social networking at, at Growing Bolder, and I appreciate tremendously the efforts you guys are making to support that for cancer survivors. And like I said, there's over 10 million of them, so I think we'll be hearing from a few of them.
1: Yeah, with your help, John, we're, we're creating what we kind of describe as an archive of inspiration for everybody. And right now, John does have his own page, uh, uh, Dr. John Langdon at com. But soon, John, we're going we're, we're gonna to grow out of that, this Cancer Courage Stories group uh, that you will moderate. And, and that's where we'll aggregate these stories. And we want people to come to our website uh, and, and share their thoughts, their fears, their stories. I mean, it can be as small as something that you eat that that, that, that maybe you think has had a positive influence or or your story of survival right John?
0: Absolutely and and I know you guys are more than familiar with the tremendously successful uh, PBS project the story th- the, the band that goes around and allows people to tell their own stories, uh, their family stories. And and what a great source of information and motivation and and affirmation that whole project has been. I think everywhere you look, you're seeing the uh, adaptation of storytelling to the therapeutic and the human experience environment. Um, Some of my friends that I work with uh, down at MGM Studios uh, have, have, have concentrated on how story can be participatory in caring for people in the hospital environment. We've got a tremendous project going on right now and, in a and couple J- of hospitals.
2: And, John, uh, folks, you're going to have to catch up with John at growingbolder.com. How cool when the cancer doctor brings good news. More in a moment.